Welcome to episode two of the Unidentified Anomalous podcast. Hey, Ma. Hi, Logan. <laughs> Glad we could be back doing this. I feel like it's Me been too. a while since we recorded the first one. A little longer than we should have taken, but, you know, things happen. Mm-hmm. And we're trying video, too, so hopefully we can get some clips and reels pushed out there so we can start ramping up our social media presence. <laughs> So, Mom, I wanted to ask you, have you ever seen anything interesting on Reddit? Reddit? <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> um, no, because I have probably been on Reddit twice in my life. Um, I have some good friends that told me about Reddit, and um, I downloaded it and looked at a couple things, but... If I, I just don't have time to read something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I'm only on there when I'm trying to solve a problem. Usually it's a problem with the house or the car or something I need to figure out how to fix. Well, next time but I go to YouTube, I'll think about Reddit. Yeah, no kidding. But Reddit's a good place to go if you want to be proven wrong, too. Mm. People are quick to respond and say, no, you're wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I ask you about Reddit. Because I found something pretty interesting on here that I think we should probably talk about. Okay. I don't know if people ever thought about what Reddit knows about UAP, but I think there's a lot of interesting things on there. But this Reddit user named Conspiracy Bartender claims to have a pretty good inside source that told him the ins and outs of what the UAP phenomena really is. So... For our listeners, please know that the information in this Reddit article does not necessarily reflect our opinion or personal beliefs. We just thought that the information in the post was very interesting and um, food for thought for what for some of us. So we thought we'd just share it with you and talk a little bit about it. Yeah, of course we want to share any interesting theory that relates to to UAP and UFO, but we don't have any extra proof to say that this is legitimate. Um, The user makes it sound like he's totally bought into what he's being told, but we know there are a lot of things out there that have been proven wrong and will continue to be proven wrong. So um, we're just going to read it and we're going to talk about it and see what it might relate to in the world of UAP and and just see what anyone else might think about it. So the Reddit user's name is Conspiracy Bartender, and it goes like this. My wife's cousin lives out of state, so I only get to see him once or twice a year, but I've got to know him a little better the last few times he's come around. Always struck me as a no-nonsense but friendly guy, very warm and approachable, but you can tell if shit were to hit the fan... He turned into John Wick really quick, if that makes sense. The background. This guy became an officer in the Air Force after college. He was there for roughly two decades, and all I know now is he is somehow affiliated with the DOD, but he won't disclose much. This year, he wasn't going to be able to make Thanksgiving, so he came up for a weekend to see family in October. We're out by the fire and everyone slowly goes in for the night. 
Me, a few beers deep, casual conversation. I mentioned how I think Arrow is a BS organization. And Arrow, for those who don't know, is the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. It's a government organization led by Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick. So he knew I had an interest in this stuff, but he never said anything at all until this point. It's now us two out in the backyard at close to midnight. Everyone else has gone in for the evening. Then he says, want to know the truth? (laughs) I laughed. I've got a good buzz going and I assume he's joking, messing around. Gonna hit me with a one-liner or something. But he doesn't. He just stares at me. I can only imagine how dumb I looked in the moment. Like a deer in the headlights. And I'm still not 100% sure he's effing with me. I respond, kind of honestly, yeah, that'd be awesome. In the moment, that's all I could come up with. So he answers, all right, I'll give it to you straight. I respond, seriously? You mean you know? Are you messing with me? He laughs and just says, I've missed this. Cornfields, clear skies, it brings me back. You know what else is cool about the middle of nowhere? I know you're harmless. There's nobody else out here. No phones, no worries. It's rare I get to unwind like this. At this point, I'm just kind of quiet, waiting for him to continue. He then says, here's the short version, because I know you're passionate about this. There's nobody around just us and cornfields. He then gets a serious look and starts. I'll try to sum it up and keep it as close to the word as as I can. He begins. So are you religious? Have you ever thought which one had it right? I answer. To lay it all out there, we know there is a supreme source or creator. Some call it God. Some call it intelligent design. The name doesn't matter. It's real. To understand what I'm saying, you have to accept this. This isn't a simulation. It's real. The modern version of science is corrupted and went astray the moment they overcorrected and completely eliminated spirituality with the scientific method. You can't have the physical material world without the spiritual world. Every planet is alive. They are gods. The sun is a god that resides over the celestial gods. To think of Jupiter or Saturn as a planet is wrong. Every star in the sky, to the paths the planets orbit, what we understand as gravity, was finely tuned for life to flourish on this planet or on this god. The ancients, they understood this. There is an older civilization from that time that never fully died out. I finally replied, like Egyptians or Jews. He continues close, but no, those civilizations came from this civilization. They taught Egyptians, Sumerians, and the like as they spread. They carried a lost knowledge. I asked, okay, where are these people? 
I'm completely intrigued by this point, and I'm just going with it. He said those people were before the fall of mankind. They were different. Still human, but their genetic code, if you will, allows them to do things we can't. They're not aliens. They're humans. They live in the ocean, not outer space. And space isn't what people think of it as. Again, the planets themselves are a living spiritual god. Once long ago, they manifest physically as gods here. They lived amongst us. They taught us. They helped us. They are the legends of old. In all ancient mythology were cultures interpreting what they saw. I don't know why, but at this point in the story, I felt compelled to ask, why don't they visit us again instead of flying in spaceships? Looking back, it sounds stupid, but in the moment it's what I asked. He continued, those are not them. They're created sentient life forms, but they will never be like you or I. They lack a soul and are devoid of any ability to feel on that level. And the spaceships are not a spaceship. It's also a living thing. There are no controls, no engines. It operates solely from the mind alone. We've recovered them. We've tried to reverse engineer them, but you can understand how hard this process would be. Whether Indian, Sumerian, Hebrew, Egyptian, the gods existed. The big one we know of is Thoth. I'm sorry, Thoth. Your guess, your guess is as good as mine. T H O T H. Timelines for Egypt is wrong. It's a known thing. The Romans actually officiated the gods with the planets, but the god resides over them all. They're from the spiritual realm, but we are actually the greatest creation of all. We're immortal souls in a mortal physical body. The body dies, but our journey doesn't end. (laughs) The reality is the whole point of a soul is to experience and learn goodness. We're on a journey back to the source of all, and yet we are part of the source already, experiencing reality in a physical form. They don't operate with jets, engines, bullets, and wings. They simply just are. They're not a part of the physical world. They do not operate by the laws of the physical world. The aliens everyone thinks they see are a combination of actual gods and synthetic alive but spiritually dead beings, essentially AI, that fly devices made by humans, different humans from a lost time, but humans. They're not from space, they're from here. I asked, why are they hiding? Why can't we talk to them? He continues, we have a few times. They're very spiritually powerful, but they're not malevolent. They've interfered when we have started to destroy this god, which is Earth. We have approached them down in the oceans. They are peaceful, but they will protect themselves. We've lost good men to them before by accident. The high ups in intelligence, DOD, Air Force, and Navy know they're down there. People who are atheists or think this all just happened by chance, the universe and its laws, 
the planets placed in perfect celestial movements with no beginning or end is like time itself. Time exists to us in a physical body, but there's really no such thing. Everything will happen, is happening, and has happened. Most people are good people, even where I'm from and the people I work with. The enemy isn't the government. It's the celestial forces of evil that inhabit and influence the powerful people that run the show to protect their empires and riches to the detriment of 8 billion people. They topple entire countries and create wars simply for their own benefit. I asked a few questions here and there, but that's mostly how it went. He then concluded, Maybe I'm making this all up. Maybe you thought you heard me say it. Who knows? It's just us, a fire, and cornfields. But hey, it's getting late. I'll leave you to it. I know that's a lot to take in. I asked, are you worried I'll tell someone? He laughed. No, if you do, they'll think you're crazy. And if they believe you, they'll say I'm crazy. It's been nice talking with you. Get some rest tonight. And that was it. Just like that. I sat out by the fire for probably another 30 minutes just staring off into the night. Was he joking? Was he seeing if I'd tell people? Was he doing it to satisfy my curiosity? Did he just say F it and let loose for a few beers? I don't know. But I told my wife and she laughed and said if he told you it was true. I had to share because it's been on my mind ever since. Who knows? It's better than what we get daily from the same grifters. And it was positive. I liked that. It wasn't scary or doom and gloom. We're all going to die, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'll believe from here on. So I know that was a lot. Um, that's the end of his article. <clears throat> but... You know, to summarize it, he's saying that there's a supreme God that everything comes from. Everything came solely from it. There are th then gods below it. The planets themselves are mighty gods. The sun is God of light. UFOs are actually some kind of spiritual things that humans created. These humans are from the beginning of time or the flood I don't know but they're so old they're a little different from us can do things we can't but they're humans they live in the oceans they don't come from outer space the things that, that mostly drive us are some kind of created artificial beings they lack souls the old gods that so many cultures echo throughout time were real they influence us they guide us they are more powerful in a physical way, but humans are actually the most powerful spiritual things simply inhabiting the physical body on a journey to learn of itself, which is goodness, light, and truth. The world's finally tuned for everything we know to exist. Wow. Does that blow your mind? <laughs> oh, yeah. Of it's crazy, it right? So do you have, do you have an initial impression? Just maybe one word 
wow. <laughs> I'm and seriously, that's like that's the first thing I said when I read this article. What? Maybe it was wet. <laughs> um, which I think most people say, what? Um <laughs> but again, I'm not saying this is true, and I'm not saying I totally believe this, but there are things in this story that I've heard from very educated people who have spent years studying UFOs and many other things that could lead to this story. I mean, I don't know. We could talk more about those those things, but what about you, Logan? What do you, I mean, what do you think? What What's your word? I can't just pick one word. It was unfair <laughs> of me to ask you one word. <laughs> it, it, it's super interesting. And I think one thing I really like about the whole, um, you know, like the ships don't have controls. They're basically controlled by the mind of these beings. Or who knows, maybe they're remotely controlled. It might not even mean that there's a being inside of it. But if you think back to some of Bob Lazar's claims about the the inside of these craft having no apparent controls having no wires having no connectors maybe right. just one central reactor kind of in the middle of the craft it seems to to put some some validity to what he's saying there if this is true yeah okay the supreme god that everybody came comes from well we all well we i mean that kind of lends itself to um you know, what our theology beliefs for most, well, not, I won't say most, I, I don't want to, I don't know the right word to say, but I mean, that lends itself to, to things that a lot of people believe, right? As normal. Um, yeah, most religions do believe in just one, you know, they're monotheistic, right. not polytheistic. So it does well, lend to maybe that. Well, this is supreme God, but it says that all of the planets are gods, right? So that's, there's more than one God, but the Supreme God created the humans. There are gods below it. Yeah, below the gods, the Supreme God. The planets themselves are, are mighty gods. The sun is God of light. And if you think back in history, I'm not a historian, but, you know, the Egyptians and other, they had gods of light and the God of love and, right? They had those different gods. Um so ufos what do you think you have anything else to say about that part of it logan um the religious aspect is kind of hard to to go too far into i think um but just from a logical standpoint i would think like you know we are humans we live on earth our bodies are made to survive on earth with the climate we have and with the the chemical composure of the atmosphere and the resources that are here on earth so if i'm thinking logically along those lines yeah we were made to live here we're not made to just up and leave earth to go live somewhere else so if we were to be beings of the god that is earth that would make some sense to me sure sure um so let's he says ufos are actually some kind of spiritual thing that humans created these humans are from the beginning of time or before us, um, a little different from us. 
They could do things we can't, but they are worse still humans. Um, this, this takes me to things like, and if you've been, if you know anything about UFOs, studies and and a lot of popular ufo research right now and in the past what 15 years i'm not sure i have to double check um this kind of takes me to skinwalker ranch research um if you're not familiar with skinwalker ranch look it up uh it's so it's a place where a lot of crazy stuff happens and there's been a lot of research over the years as far as our government being involved in research we'll talk about skinwalker ranch we will but i you've got to you've got to check it out um do a little bit of reading on it because where we're talking about the ufos being a spiritual thing it's not always (laughs) (laughs) spiritual could be something like poltergeist activity and orbs that aren't so nice or um, animals and figures in the dark and the coldness of like when there's poltergeists or ghost situations. Um, so this, this thought isn't that far off of a lot of research that's going on right now. There is a lot of research on consciousness and what we think of reality and what really is reality and what we don't understand about consciousness. Do you think the logical thought behind a conspiracy bartender's post might start to blur the line a little bit between UFO and supernatural? type phenomenon like maybe are they all one and the same well and that's where a lot of research is taking us now it's his post that comment is not that far off of let's say colonel john alexander um if you don't know him he um he's worked with john knapp he's worked with um i don't know if he was involved george knapp sorry i don't know what if he was involved in OSAP in any way or any of those agencies, but he has experience um, with people who have had interactions with UFOs and have had, um, have been healed from them, have been able to heal other people after those interactions. But Colonel John Alexander uh, wrote, um, Oh, he has a book. I forget his book. But he believes um, that there are multiple phenomena that are all interrelated when it comes to UFOs and spirits and poltergeist activity and all these things. It's not just he believes and the experience from Skinwalker Ranch and others studies will leads to that they're connected um so that part of the story not so far off from what people are and scientists and and doctors and uh, are thinking right now what are your thoughts on that logan um yeah i think i think it's definitely possible i mean 
it's not like any of us could ever have definitive proof right now to say that that's not possible. <laughs> but um, the historical nature of these beings and how long they've essentially lived on Earth or lived in the waters of Earth, um, it makes me think about a lot of the hieroglyphic images of flying saucers um, or or alien beings, you know, coming from the skies. Yeah, or, coming down. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that makes me think that these beings probably have been on Earth for quite some time, probably a lot longer than us human beings have been on Earth. Exactly. Dr. James Lukatsky. He was one of uh, two men who managed the overall objective and the day-to-day operations of AWSAP, A-A-W-S-A-P, which is, help me. Advanced Aerospace Weapons System Applications Program. Thank you. And he is also one of the authors of Inside the U.S. Government Covert UFO Program, Initial Revelations, which I've not read yet, but I listened to an interview with Dr. Lukowski, and he something that was that stuck out to me and kind of relates back to this a little bit is that the he he stated the knowledge is of a nature that if full human capabilities were known to us right now is nothing we need there is nothing we need to fear speaking of the aliens and everything else related to he said all he sees heads towards good, which again is comforting, right? Even though we're talking about interrelations of aliens and spirits and poltergeist stuff and what have you, um, it still seems that, you know, nothing's here to intentionally do bad to us. And Dr. Lukatsky and Dr. Kelleher just did an interview with uh, Jeremy Corbell and Jane, uh, George Knapp on the Weaponized podcast. So you can find that episode out on Apple and Spotify and things like that and, and hear what they were saying. Yes, and it, it is about that book. And that is where I got that, that quote from, Logan. Um, so, again, there's a lot of people doing a lot of research, have spent a lot of time on this, that doesn't seem to make this article sound so crazy. Um, That's why I was willing to like, yeah, let's talk about this. Because if you didn't know this research and these people who who are so involved and what they think and what they've proven and, and what they've seen, you would think this is nuts, right? But, um, so that's all I have to say about that. But then we talk about they live in the oceans, it says. They don't come from outer space. The things that mostly drive these are some kind of created artificial beings. They lack souls. I, I don't I don't know about the soul stuff. Um, you know, maybe that's, you know, whatever. But the part about living in the ocean. That is my favorite part of this whole post you want to talk uh, about it first? You why. go ahead i would love to okay ufos aliens living 
underwater in the oceans. I love it because you have a lot of increased activity and sightings reported on the coasts of the U.S., east coast and west coast alike. On the west coast, you had the 2004 Nimitz incident, which one of those videos from the 2017 New York Times article came from. On the east coast, you have Ryan Graves. If you haven't heard of him, he was a Navy pilot as well. He and his squadron had daily sightings of what he described as dark gray or black cubes inside of translucent spheres flying through the skies. And he says they had a lot of near misses with those UAP in the sky. My favorite video that demonstrates the fact that these might actually be living in the ocean or at least hiding in the ocean is the Agua Dia video that was released by U.S. Customs and Border Protection about a month ago. Uh, it was one of 20 like random videos they just all dropped at once. They just released to the public, no forewarning, no nothing. But this video had been leaked previously, so you may have seen it. Uh, we're going to put a link for that video in our show notes or the description. But the video shows a craft flying through the air at a pretty rapid pace, going into the ocean, and then seemingly splitting into two UFOs rather than being just one. So to me, it's one of the most compelling examples of these things becoming transmedium, which is something that could travel through air, space, or water um, pretty seamlessly, might I add. Uh, Mom, do you have any thoughts on, on these beings living in the ocean? Well, I have some thoughts from smarter people than me. <laughs> Um, is it possible? Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I guess. But, um, you know, you mentioned <clears throat> the ocean, but there are a lot of sightings of UFOs in from coming up from lakes, very large, deep lakes. Um, there's one in Idaho, uh, the deepest lake, I think, in the United States. But, um, this lake houses, not known to a lot of people, houses an underwater military base, not really a base, but they test submarines there in that lake. Um, I don't know if they're nuclear submarines or just submarines, but that lake has a very high uh, number of UFO sightings coming up and into the water. There's also stories that there are tunnels in that lake leading to other lakes. Um, so interesting. I watched a movie, a documentary called A Tear in the Sky. A Tear in the Sky um, is a documentary where scientists are studying anomalous sightings. They're all scientists. Um, the group is called UAPX, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Expeditions Group. And their primary purpose is researching UFO and UAPs while giving direct access to the general public of reviewed and analyzed data. But they're, it's important to them to have real data. <clears throat> They um, design, test, implement, utilize specialized equipment 
to fill in the gaps in sensor technology identified by the U.S. government. Some of their stuff and some of the people were involved in Skinwalker Ranch also. <clears throat> but something that was caught on film for this was what appeared to be Tic Tac UFOs almost raining from the sky into the ocean. They couldn't, they couldn't justify or uh, explain it other than it was an, an anomaly, a phenomena that it, but it looked like the Tic Tac um, from the Nimitz. <clears throat> so that was really interesting. I also had watched the Netflix series Encounters and I've, I've seen some interviews and, and, and read some things. Uh, and on that Encounters episode two, there's a Dr. Kevin Knute. He's an associate professor of physics at the University at Albany. And Dr. Knute says that it is totally possible and totally makes sense for people from another planet to live in the water because inhabitable planets all have water. But all the planets, the temperatures are different, the atmosphere is different, the gravity is different, everything's different, right? But in the water, it's kind of equal no matter what planet you would be on. So his thought is there's been a lot of reports over the years for centuries um, that say that that show evidence of unidentified objects, flying objects, going in and out of water, being seen under military ships, the, the water glowing a different color under the ships, um, and that it it makes sense it makes sense so yeah and uh lou elizondo actually in the interview uh, he did not too long ago he told a story of um he of some submarine missile test launches that typically happen it's a pretty normal occurrence uh they'll fire a missile from the sub but they'll go out they'll track it and they'll retrieve that ordinance and bring it back and he told the story of one that was launched and they were uh, using a helicopter to retrieve it. They were going to come down to the water, pick it up and fly away with it. But before their men could reach down into the water and grab it, that something seemingly approached the surface and kind of grabbed onto that, that missile that was launched from the sub and took it back down underwater and didn't come back up with it. And I wow. guess to all the people that were there and saw it firsthand, they were pretty terrified. They were pretty, pretty in so, shock. They didn't know what they saw. Something came up out of the water and, and took the missile back into the water. I don't think it actually, I don't think it actually broke the surface, but I think it approached the surface and it, it kind of oh. sucked that missile down back into the water. I did read that. I did read that. And it makes me think about like, if all these beings are derived from the God that is our earth, according to use Reddit user conspiracy bartender, if that's the case, it would make sense that they would frequently be around nuclear 
arsenals, nuclear ordnance, uh, nuclear power, military craft. So there's there's kind of been a precedent set with high numbers of UFO encounters and UFO sightings around nuclear energy, you know, around our country at least. And I think that paired with Lou Elizondo's story of the test missile kind of being grabbed at the surface of the ocean by some sort of underwater thing uh, never to be seen again. I think that that holds a lot of water to conspiracy bartenders story here, because if these beings really are derived from the God that is the planet earth, it would make sense that they'd want to kind of keep an eye on nuclear energy and nuclear weapons, because what else could pose a greater threat to these beings and the God that they live on? Yeah, true. Food for thought. Yeah, something else. Um, you know, I was talking about Dr. Knute and um, his thoughts on how possible it could be and how much sense it makes for these UFOs or beings to live in the water. Um, you know, these have been legends for centuries, as we all know. And, um, but, what some of us may not know is, is the link between aliens and the ocean have has some real life basis, maybe because the Pentagon announced in 2022 that its UFO investigation department would study transmedium objects, unknown entities that can travel seamlessly between space, air, and underwater. I hope you all found the thoughts and ideas in this article as interesting and if nothing else, maybe entertaining as we did. Um, again, this doesn't necessarily reflect our beliefs or thoughts, but you know, we thought this was, if nothing else, an interesting conversation. So we hope. Yeah, we're always drawn we're always drawn to stories that kind of start off by I was told by a credible source <laughs> and when you hear that the brother-in-law was in the US Air Force as an officer and currently is still affiliated with the DOD in some capacity we're obviously inclined to give that a heavier weight in our book no, but that just because but, he may seem like a credible source we're not saying that that the source of the story is credible or not we don't know we can't prove that um but we just thought we'd share a story yeah to us all it was was words we found on reddit so anyone could have wrote that in their free time just to to give someone a laugh or they could be a disinformation agent yeah. so you never know <laughs> we could have played ourselves <laughs> thank you for listening to episode two of the Unidentified Amomalous Podcast. We hope we entertain you and we hope that you join us again for our next episode. Mom and I will be back. Thanks for listening. Thanks.